You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we talk about Martino was on the show just a couple yeah. of days ago. How exciting was that? We talk about the platform that he put out, and it seems it, it piques our interest. I gotta say. Also, Landon Donovan, El Leon, going <laughs> going to Liga MX. Will he be El Viejo Leon? I don't know. I don't, we'll see what he can do while he's out there. Yeah, does he get paid at all, <laughs> or maybe he gets paid via satchel? We also in the second segment. I'm really excited. We're both really excited to have Mike Labella on here. You know him as a professional YouTuber and, and FIFA player. He just sat with. New York Rebels as one of their esports players. We talk to him. We talk. We find out a little bit about what kind of competitions they're going to be a part of, and how do we get involved? Yeah. How do we get some of this MLS money, baby? <laughs> that and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hey guys, it's Juan Agudelo, New England Revolutions forward and U.S. Men's National Team forward, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Sitting differently today. Than I know. Usual. Look at this. <laughs> we might the couch cooligans. <laughs> the couch cooligans. Laid back cooligans. Yo, 2018. Like you know we what? Ain't taking ourselves that Yo, seriously. Yo, we're, we're too blessed to be stressed <laughs> right now. <laughs> Hashtag. Now I'm good. <laughs> I'm chilling, dog. Nah, you know, yo, put that you over good? there. You good? Cause I'm good. <laughs> yo, why are you asking all these questions? You're making me ungood right now. You, you, you messing up my chill right now. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, yes, we, sure looks funky. we're doing this show in a, in a different format. We, we yeah. might sound a little different uh, for, to people listening to yeah, the we've podcast. Got, no, we got no table. We're sitting on the couch. We're kind of relaxed. Yeah, we're using lav microphones, so we sound uh, we sound like we're we're. I mean, this is a this is a proper studio show now. Yeah, we're professional. We're professional people. Uh, we're in a professional studio, and uh, that's it. You know, when you see us next time, you better salute. You know, <laughs> that's right. You uh, a total yeah. ad- admiral salute. <laughs> yeah, I need a salute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like we were in the service. Please respect yeah. us. Um, and also, by the way, I know we're, we're we're very relaxed, but we're just finding different ways to make use of all these beautiful facilities, especially here at the Hackensack Meridian <laughs> Health Stage 17. That is right. Yeah. yeah, Alexis is finding new new seats to fart in. Oh so. my God, you have no idea. I destroyed one already. I said, <laughs> what else can we do? Uh, but one of the things that I love. Um, love about this space is that you can do things like this and there's a reason why we're sitting in this we have a really cool interview and instead of making them sit on one of those uncomfortable stool chairs we thought yeah, let's try this uh, so we have an interview coming up with, the, with Mike LaBelle so you probably read the description already That's Mike right. LaBelle is a, the first New York Red Bull professional esports player which is kind of cool we've known him for a long time we knew him before he signed with Red Bull you know what I mean Okay. Yeah. we knew back, him from back in the day back in the day back uh, in the academy days <laughs> in the in the development academy where we were just a uh, Little, little wee FIFA players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, back in the in the U thirty, <laughs> we knew him. That's uh, right. But he's a, he's a good dude, and uh, we're we're really happy to see his rise. And uh, you know, for all the people that are Rebel fans that listen to us, uh, who think we never uh, care about the Rebels or we never, we've been trying to get the players on, and it just so happens the first athlete from the Rebels we get <laughs> happens to be an E athlete. So, uh, but it, it still counts. So don't still you dare, counts, my don't dude. You dare take it away. Still from sign him. that contract. <laughs> Homegrown. Okay. They, they had a big like uh, you know they had the the, the image holder he was wearing the kit yeah big announcement at, at Rebel Arena no private jet no private jet but and- I heard he gets his own private server so <laughs> you know kind of the same that's thing that's right no and, PS I guess unlimited tickets to the past yeah. so yo, yo that's bad swipes my <laughs> dude and when we mean private server we don't mean lock them up you know what I mean <laughs> so but, but stuff's happening in MLS that is uh, right we should address uh, thank you to the people there might be some new listeners that uh, heard us for the first time oh, after yeah. listening to us uh, on uh, the episode we did with Cal Martino yeah uh, and if you're here uh, and you're new, thank you so much. Uh, you're probably thinking, man, I love these guys and I think they're hilarious. What could we do to help them out? How about you drop a little five stars in that bucket, huh? That's right. <laughs> yeah, do one of those Super Mario stars. Yeah. Just put them right in there. Or you know what else you could do? Why don't you go to SeatGeek.com and put in Cooligans and get yourself 20 bucks off that first order. Come on now. That's a good idea. So, yeah, and just, yeah, we'll mention, no, we won't have we don't have any time to mention, we won't have a break. Oh, we will have a break. Yeah, we will have a break. Yeah, we got a break. But you'll hear that again. But just so you know, SeatGeek.com or you could use For all the new people. Sponsored by SeatGeek. Thank you again. So, 
yes. So thank you for Kyle Martina was on the show. We had a special episode a couple days ago, uh, and that was re very very fun. Uh, Kyle yeah. Martino running for USSF presidency, yeah. and uh, and on the, on Monday as well, he also put out a uh, his platform. He did. He would, he's sort of been teasing this plan, and a lot of a lot of the people that are running for USSF president, whether you think they'll be whether you think they're good candidates or would make a good president or not, a lot of them have sort of been uh, a little bit. Uh, shy about what their actual platform is. You know, they just, you hear what they're passionate about, but you don't understand what their plan is to make any effective change. Cal Martino was like, yo, I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. And a lot of thought and effort went into it. One of the things that I love is the over-under idea. Because you and I talk about this all the time, all jokes aside, we're constantly wondering, like, yo, how do we get the hood more involved in soccer? You know, uh, Eddie Johnson put out a series of, of sort of um, Instagram stories. Yes. Where he talked about, like, yo, when he started, he was a hood dude, and he always felt Which, like he was I, alone. And just uh, to uh, point out, the, I, I saw that because it was uh, it was compiled from a Red Bull fan yeah. uh, on Twitter. I, I believe her name is Ain Ainsley. If I'm, Ainsley. Ainsley, if I'm not... Let me say Ainsley Binder. Yeah. Yeah, Ainsley Ann on, at Ainsley Ann on Twitter. So thank you, Ainsley. Thank Kodunia. you, Ainsley. Well, it was, I'm glad that I got to see that because I didn't know that story about him. I knew of him when he played for Fulham. And I knew that he'd come from the U.S. I knew he was American, but I didn't know his story. And I think it sort of relates a little bit to what Dwayne D. Rosario said on the um, Extra Time Radio. They, like, if you're one of these hood dudes, it's like you didn't get the same experiences that you couldn't play for the same teams. I think, you know, uh, Clint Dempsey was also one of those. So we really do care about that. I mean, I know we're comedians and we joke around, but we really do care about the kids that grew up like we did. How do they get an opportunity to play in these leagues? Because, yo, we don't have a lot of grass out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't have, like, these perfectly grass, manufactured. Grass? I've never seen grass. No, nah, the only grass we can find out here is a little baggage. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, where where are these kids going to play? They're not playing on manufactured fields. But then you hear like, you know, kids that are playing barefoot in Brazil. You know, on favelas. You know, with like, uh, you know, uh, water bottles shoved with like napkins inside of it, yeah, newspapers, yeah. and that's the pull. And they are amazing. It's like, how do we get that culture to develop here? One of his plans is that over under, which essentially just basically puts soccer goals underneath, and these are more like futsal. Goals like your five-a-side cages, if you will, underneath basketball courts, underneath basketball rims, yeah. in basketball courts. What a great idea! Yeah, yeah, and it'll be. I mean, obviously, it's like it, it is a way uh, to just provide more access to the game right. to a lot of kids that otherwise would not have the opportunity. And yeah, there. It's, it's also a place for all of his uh, three-pointers to go, right? You know, when you airball and you miss a little, <laughs> you miss a little bit. Bro, right in the go. I I will destroy you in basketball. You no, know, he actually. This dude, <laughs> This dude got buckets. This dude is a shooter. He's just I mean, a, what am I going to do? Make fun of myself again? You know what I mean? I mean, like, anyway. Uh, also, just, way to keep the whole joke going. <laughs> my, my threes is wet, dog. Yeah. Don't even, don't, don't try and play me. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it, like I said, it will provide a lot of access uh, to the game because, look, especially, you know, we're in New York. They're, they're, it's not likely that they're just going to build, uh, but there's no retail, there's no there's no real estate no. Uh, to build anything. So th this would be a good. Rooftop is all we got. <laughs> okay, and yeah, and you know, the, the junkies are already up there. They, already, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they claim that space. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Move them out of the way? Stop stepping in the paint, man. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a difficult conversation yeah. to have, that's all. Yeah. Uh, but no, this will be, uh, a, I look, I, I don't know if uh, specifically if Cal Martino is the first to suggest this. I don't necessarily think that's the case, but when it comes to a a, a written platform and, and, and real ideas, this is like, this is like the first time I, at least for me, and I think I'm speaking for a lot of people that are similar to me that, you know, I'm probably more involved in the soccer world, especially since we've been doing this, but there's yeah. a, I, I think of myself still as a kind of casual fan, sure. and, 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 and a lot of this information is not easily and just re readily available, no, but the fact all. that uh, that it, it, I, I see it being shared a bunch on Twitter by even a lot of people that are not obsessive soccer fans. I think it's a good sign. And and it just and look, I, I'm not trying to say like, look, I know that we had Carl Martino on the show, and I'm not just saying like he should be the next president right now. Uh, but I am saying like when it comes to what, after our conversation with him, you do have a sense like he he does care and, yeah. he, and he has a, a real. Uh, uh, passion for the game and, and, and passion for the culture of the game, which I think is what resonated with me and I think what resonates with a lot of people. Well, you know, for anyone who's ever studied politics, I think one of the things that you look at when you see someone Also, let's just be clarified, he did not study politics. I uh, took a couple <laughs> classes in college. Uh, did I pass them? No one asked you. Uh, but <laughs> one of the things you look at for someone who's campaigning 
or at least just you can understand what the what people look for is someone with a strong message, so on and so forth. What I tend to look for is someone who doesn't look like they're trying to win so much as someone who looks like they're trying to implement something that'll help. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone's not just speaking as if they want to win. Someone is speaking as if here's what I would do if given the opportunity. You're like, whoa. Well, this guy wants to make change. Kyle Martino, a lot of people said this on our Twitter, came across very presidential. It doesn't matter whether we think so or not because who votes is like this weird myriad of people. It has nothing to do with us. It's not a public opinion. No, thing. it's like there's delegates in U.S. Yeah. soccer. and People it, who run the different conferences and, and uh, like I think East New York and, and South Jersey, North Jersey. Like, e- there's all these East New York Eastern New York. Oh, East New York. <laughs> yo, what up? Yo, Bill oh, Bro- Murda. <laughs> Yo, Brownsville out here repping. Yo, Yo, who wants my vote? Who wants the Brownsville vote? I'm not saying it's for sale, but I'm saying it's potential. Whoever beats me in this game of CeeLo right now might just get either get shot or got the shot at the presidency. Yo, I would love for Brownsville soccer. It would be the greatest. Which are you going to show me that red card? I suggest you walk home <laughs> yeah. looking behind your back. Ref. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, speaking of weird refs, I, I, we'll get back to the, the Martino platform real quick. But did you see that uh, PSG uh, Nantes, Nantes uh, ref? No, but I saw you posted about it. So this uh, PSG played, uh, is it Nantes? Is it yeah. or Nantes? I, I think Nantes. it's Nantes, right? So uh, I, I can't. Even, I don't even know the, I don't know the ref's name. I don't know the player's name. But is the midfielder. Running down the field. Oh, I did see this. And the, and and he's behind the referee, and they're all running towards the play. Yeah. Uh, as as you you're supposed to, but the, I think the player probably has a little bit more priority uh, when it comes to that. And the the player accidentally trips the referee. Feet get tangled, and yeah. it, it happens. Happens from time to time. The ref- this ref is like <laughs> this ref immediately g's up. It reminded me of when remember the Chappelle bit when keeping it real goes bad. Oh sure. Goes <laughs> this is like this is the only place where you're not supposed to keep it real, ref. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't need to do this. And the ref falls down in, in front in front of the player, and for some reason kicks out at the player. Literally, he just kicks out and kicks him right in the leg. Like, yeah. yo, why you why you you coming after me, dog? Yeah. Like, like the you ref. Think I won't come back at you. <laughs> the ref legit thought that this player was like did this intentionally. Took it personal. And after gave him a red card for it. Yeah, which is. Unbelievable. The this player. Guy's, this guy's getting fired. <laughs> but we look forward to having a third member of the cool. <laughs> this guy definitely needs to come on our show. <laughs> because this man is fascinating. The, the Who nerve. Who is this thug <laughs> that became? I mean, what an inspiring story. Yeah. You know? I, I made, to go from gang member in, <laughs> in France. I made the joke uh, on Twitter uh, that, that this ref was without a doubt 100%. Nigel Dijon. Yeah. Uh, so, so we know, we know Nigel. Yeah, now we know where you be. We know where he learned it. Yeah. So, uh, so okay, so that was weird. So if you haven't seen it, just look you, you, on Twitter. If you look up non uh, PSG uh, uh, red card, it'll come right up. But so with Martino, he also mentioned another thing that I thought was interesting. He uh, about creating a U.S. soccer ambassador program to kind of focus on these, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, not, uh, just the communities that are that, that haven't been focused on that haven't previously. Been focused on, yeah. been, neglected so that especially in the wake of Jonathan Gonzalez switching to Mexico uh, now I know they've been denied um, by a lot of people but the story from Jonathan Gonzalez and a lot of his reps is that he sort of was like left in the dust left in the in the lurch on a lot of what was happening as much as we were sort of very passionate about having him on the team no one let him know and you know, a lot of the conversation, Thomas Ronningen was saying he's American, don't worry. But his parents were very, very Mexican and wanted him to play for Mexico. Nothing is wrong with that. They weren't, they, they weren't Mexican. They were very Mexican. They were very Mexican. <laughs> like, how many flags is that? One, two, three. Oh, okay, God, you guys so, are now very Now you were very, yeah. So, <laughs> but, like, they were very passionate we, we about did, uh, We did a, a Mexican audit, and you fell under very. Very. So, <laughs> higher tax bracket. Um, but... They were very passionate about him playing for Mexico, which, look, remember Rossi or De Rossi, the dude from Jersey who ended up playing for Italy? Like, this has happened before. His grandfather was like, before he died, was like, yo, if you could do anything, it's time to play for Italy. Last dying wish. It really was. So, like, what are you going to do? You know, tell him, yo, your grandfather was lying. (laughs) You know, like, how do you win this type of player back? And this is a very American thing of people that are born in America but have very close ties, especially when it comes to soccer fandom. Sometimes it's created by people who bring the fandom from their country, even though it's not that generation. I, in particular, probably would have gotten a lot more passion for Uruguayan soccer if my dad stuck around because he was apparently very passionate about it. This again? again? we don't know. This I know. again. You've heard it before. <laughs> uh, very boring. Play that violin. But 
um, you know, someone like, uh, you know, uh, Gonzalez, he clearly wanted to play for the U.S. men's national team, apparently every step of the way, but then all of a sudden felt like he wasn't being, um, not coddled, but not uh, sort of monitored. Or maybe they didn't care as much as the Mexican Federation had made it clear how important Look, it was sim- to them. Look, it's simply, yo, text me back. Yo, bro. Yo, don't, U.S. soccer ghosted Jonathan Gonzalez. That's it. It's it's real simple. You got to talk talk about it in the way that kids understand. You know you that know? meme of like the fat dude who does this and then disappears. <laughs> that's what that's, that's what US US soccer <laughs> did. Boom, hit him with the deuce and then boom, was gone. But so uh, Martino, and I did like that in the in the uh, you know it's at every, everyone'sgameusa.com and, you, and in the platform he did specify that he did want to he did focus on a lot of, on 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 Latinos and 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 Latin American and just focusing on that these people need to not be ignored, that that that, that pay-to-play system is keeping certain people uh, in, in uh, like sort of lower-deserved communities uh, that uh, away from the game. So, uh, But one of the things he did mention was about creating a U.S. soccer ambassador program, which I thought yeah. was really interesting because there's a couple uh, of interesting people that are uh, that are on this list, right? So, and there is... Latinos get a shout. The, so, so for that Latino diversity, Her- Hercules Gomez is on there. Uh, I, I don't know, Danielle Slayton, I don't know who that is exactly. But, uh, Me neither. Uh, Hugo Perez, <laughs> and then Urban Outreach. And it's uh, and I like that there is this clear, not not like this, like, what, let's not tiptoe around. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't want to say, uh, you know, any, you know, like PC. It's no, like, yo, we need say. we need black people in the game. We need yeah. Latinos we in the game. It's just like, like let's just be. And there might be some overlap there. You know, there might be some overlap between the Latino and the urban outreach because some Latinos live in urban areas. Sure. Totally no. Totally okay. Bro. If it's my hood, yeah, we we hooking up with each other. Yeah, it for happens. sure. Yo, it's getting messy. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, you know who's who's black, who's Dominican. Who's Nobody knows. Who is this? Whose knee is this? Nobody knows anymore. We're just having a good time. Urban outreach, urban inreach. It's all reach in, reach out, reach, reach around. around. <laughs> Come on, buddy. You know I knew you were going there. We're having a good time. Come on. So, but for urban outreach, they have uh, Edson Buttle, who we just mentioned, and uh, and Clint Dempsey. We didn't mention Edson Butler. Oh, who did Eddie you mention? Johnson. Oh, Eddie Johnson. Okay, yeah, I yeah. think you mentioned Edson Butler. So, uh, but, but when you think of when you, when I think of urban outreach, I and some people may not think this, yeah. but I immediately think of Clint Dempsey. Clint. Clint is hood all day. Let me ask you a question. Name another soccer player that's got multiple rap tracks on YouTube. <laughs> Name them. All right. You can't. The way Eminem gets respect in the rap game, Clint Dempsey gets respect in the hood soccer game. All right, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, if you don't know Clint, Clint, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he's in Seattle, Starbucks, this, Microsoft, that. He's like, nah, 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 nah bro, none of that, none of that, player. <laughs> straight black coffee. He's straight. <laughs> hey, and my dude, he gets it at a bodega. Okay, he don't care. He wants that mud, and he hangs out with Sir Mix a lot all day. Who's from Seattle? All day. I did not know that. Yeah, Sir yeah, Mix was yeah. from there. Seattle uh, native. Another one that was interesting. So, Fanic. I dare you to throw a fish at Clint. You know he died. I know he died. He dipped, yo. He don't, he's like, I ain't catching your fish. I don't know whose fish that is. Yeah. So, uh, a couple other ones that were interesting, right? Uh, the LGBTQ uh, ambassadors would be Robbie Rogers and Megan Rapino. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, and and so, this is interesting. Fan experience. They have Frankie Hayduke. Frankie Hayduke from uh, Columbus. Crew, a former Completely Columbus maniac. crew. maniac. Wild dude. Yeah. Wacky Always hair. on a surfboard. Happy for no reason. Yeah, I'm a skateboard, I should say. Yeah. He sh- he looks like he should be a, the, the drawing for Bazooka Joe. You yeah. know what? He's just a wacky guy. Yeah. He also looks like he should be the ambassador for legalized marijuana. <laughs> Not. <laughs> hey, yeah. man. Fan experience. Anyone want shrooms? <laughs> like, Frankie, we told you not about that anymore, baby. No. This is a, we're changing our image. Yeah, you yeah, got Frankie. No. You got USSF, Papa. <laughs> You gotta calm that down, but yes, the answer is yes. We all want to. <laughs> but the other thing was uh, when I saw this, I'm like, you have soccer ambassador programs, yo, Kyle. The Cooligans belong on this list. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. Well, what fan experience? I mean, would it be fan experience? What ambassador should we be? I mean, I, did, I mean, uh, maybe nutrition, <laughs> chopped cheese outreach. I don't know what to tell you. No. I mean, <laughs> because we, I think we can, we have something to offer. Ordering sandwiches from an ock. <laughs> Outreach is important, yo. I don't complain why CFC. They go down to the corner store. They don't know how to order a sandwich. All right, look, a, a lot of a lot of people in U.S. soccer are going to need this kind of support and this mm-hmm. this kind of information. Otherwise, who is this? The whole thing will go in disarray. I mean, you're never going to win a World Cup with people <laughs> that put pineapple on pizza. I'm just letting you that. I'm letting you know that right now. <laughs> That's going to be a real, real problem. So never going to happen. <laughs> uh, pineapple mentioned. 
Two straight episodes, by the way. <laughs> That's right. The, the, I, I, I was very surprised that hashtag eat the pineapple was a hashtag that really picked up. Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> I knew, I knew Tropic Sanders was going to get involved. I didn't think everyone else would. So um, a couple, of the, and the other uh, big thing that I, everyone pretty much cared about was promotion relegation. And he did in detail kind of uh, put it there in, um, uh, you know, it listed. Brand. It's called the 2030 Project, and it's kind of interesting. So there's a couple of things. There's a 12-year strategy uh, to get to get there, and the the so what a couple of details that stuck out to me were uh, to, to freeze MLF, freeze any expansion in any leagues uh, in 2024. So by 2024, get all the teams that could possibly be in any at, at the professional level. Right. And, uh, and stop and, there. And stop there. And then and then start transitioning uh, to, it says transition single en- entity contracts and home office responsibilities to clubs by 2024. So he has a real plan of not just, because MLS being single entity, right. uh, it handles everything, like in the New York office. Uh, right. And then each club has is its own like uh, operating officer and has has like a, 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 an ability to, to have a say in, right. in how things are run. Right. Uh, but I mean, this is, I mean, this is a clear plan. Here's the thing. It's a plan. I know there's people on Twitter who, uh, somebody started a no to Kyle Martino. Yes, that's right. Twitter that's who right. says like, oh, he wants promotion regulation, but too late. What do you think Eric Winalda's going to do? You think Eric is going to walk in office and we're going to have it? <laughs> like there's, there needs to be a plan. There's contracts involved. These are professionals. These are, yeah, these yeah. are systems. These are these people's are, lives. Livelihoods. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's corporations. There's tax documents. This isn't a... You, you know, this isn't like a, some fantasy world we live in. A plan needs to be put in place. Do I want it to happen sooner than later? Sure. Am I comfortable with a 2030 plan? Very much so. It's, it's, it doesn't sound that bad. Would I Could like... Could it happen sooner, sooner? Yeah, I would love it sooner, but this isn't crazy. And then the, I, I think the thing that makes it... Uh, at least appear more legitimate, legitimate to me. There's a couple interesting things uh, about any other teams that want uh, expansion into Major League Soccer. That there has to be a sort of, of a, a provision to get a NWSL team. That's another uh, stipulation. Right. And uh, the uh, what, what is it? This uh, oh uh, TV contracts. That the bidding for TV contracts for this new promotion relegation for the for the league when it looks like promotion relegation to basically renegotiate all the contracts uh, at, at 2026. So when I read stuff like this, I'm like, all right, this seems like a, this is a plan in place, and, and it doesn't seem like uh, it, it's it doesn't seem impossible. Like right. right now, promotion relegation seems impossible. But when I read something like this, I'm like, okay, if we start, at, we have a starting point. You see a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and and I think one of the most important things is we cannot sort of minimize how important it is to have a clear path to promotion and relegation, not just, yo, we want promotion and relegation. If it's going to happen, I honestly, if you heard a lot of crashing and crying, it was Don Garber throwing his laptop out of the, <laughs> out of the window of his office when he heard this plan, when he just read this plan, because it's clear that, you know, the powers that be don't want to get rid of uh, the single entity. It's clearly a business um, that they've or an organizational uh, sort of uh, segment that they've been able to find a way to make very profitable for themselves. And also, let's not forget, for the teams involved, you know, the league itself would not have survived up to this point. That cannot be argued. It would not have, this was necessary at some point. Whether it's necessary now or not is something we can all argue. Christian and I are very much on record as saying we feel like we're at the point now where we can transition. No one, no one other than people who wear, you know, foil hats behind Twitters have said, have put out a plan that is as comprehensive and as obvious and respectful as this. Uh, even if you told me that only one team goes up and down and that they have to play each other, you know, the, let's say USL is the second division, the champion of the USL has to play the worst team yeah. in, in MLS. You know, I mean, even if you said something like that, which is clearly skewed towards MLS teams or the top division teams, I'd even be happy with that because it's an opportunity. It's a beginning. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. That's all it is. So we have that now. We have some of those things. So so we'll see. I, I'm I'm waiting to see what other. We're gonna be at the 
coaches conference. Yeah, we're gonna uh, be down in there in Philly, and we're and hopefully they'll and guess be. Guess what? Even though we weren't invited, we're coming to all your parties. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah knock, knock, bang, that, bang. Where the chips at? <laughs> that is, and that is a threat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am. I'm dying to see the other. I want to see more uh, of these platforms uh, put out from the other candidates. I want to see because this was, like you said, it was very comprehensive and it, it, it piques my interest and it makes me feel like, all right, this dude. It seems like the dude got a shot. And I want you to know, I cannot wait, cannot wait to read Hope Solo's plan. <laughs> it's going to be a little sheet of paper. It's going to be written in blood. <laughs> Is this a napkin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just says F-O-H, I run shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Um, so a couple other big stories um, that happened uh, this week. Landon. Donovan. Coming out of retirement again. <laughs> okay. Is he coming back to Major League Soccer? No, thanks. He is done with Major League Soccer. What did soccer. he say? Yo no creo en muros? What did he say? Yo no creo, yo no creo en muros. En yeah. muros. What a beautiful, first of all, his Spanish. Spanish, fluent, beautiful. My dude be hanging out with Mexicanos. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's saying. Also, the number, two. Zero, dos a cero. Yeah, that's what, I, I, I think he put it, he said why he did it. I didn't see, I, I didn't read the reason why he, he chose 20, uh, but I, but everyone's sort of making that, uh, that uh, I love like it. joke and, or uh, not analyzing it as that way, like it's, like it's dos a cero. But he, uh, Landon Donovan uh, has announced that he will be playing uh, for uh, Club León in Liga MX with, he's going to be with Giles Barnes. Giles Barnes is coming through. Uh, and uh, how old is Landon Donovan? What, he's like 34? 34. 35 maybe actually I believe he turned 35 but <clears throat> I mean I don't know how effective he's going to be but it's only for the clausura I think I don't think he's going to play more than that yeah I think this is going to be exciting to watch it's clearly a promotional stint yeah so the, 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 what's weird about it is that it, it sort of started like as, as a, a joke as a joke it was yeah. like it was like two like you know the the Leon like Twitter account and and Landon Donovan sort of tweeting back and forth and then it, it, it got to the point where it was like uh, somebody asked, was it like the president of, of Leon? And then they said uh, uh, about, uh, they asked him if they're going to be signing Landon Donovan. And then he responded with like, I don't know, ask Landon, man. And he added him right there, right on the tweet. Damn, and, son. <laughs> and Landon was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to go play. And then like two days later, there's an announcement that Landon Donovan is going to be playing for Leon. Why doesn't this happen with us? <laughs> you know, just we just tweet at. NYCFC, and who knows? We're, yeah. we're the new ball kids. Yeah, I, don't know. I would love that. I'm not running too much. I need you to know that now. Especially when yeah. it's the opposing team it's that needs the ball. All the Gatorade. I'm just, I'm gassed, guys. I mean, you guys are, you need to aim at me next time. Uh, but I'm, push, I'm mushing those kids in the face. My ball. Give me that. Um, I'm excited by this. One of the things that I'm excited about is it started, as you said, as a joke, but like, Really quickly, Giles Barnes' representation is also Landon Donovan's representation. Mm -hmm. So I think when he saw that, he was like, I can make this happen. Okay. What a way. Getting paid off a retired player. Buddy, agent of the year right there. <laughs> wow. It's good work. You got Wasserman give a group. <laughs> you got to. Crushing it. What, I don't know what to expect. I, 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 what I did like is that when Landon Donovan did do his, um, uh, he met the fans. They, they did an announcement at the stadium, uh, and and he uh, he spoke in Spanish, and he was very, I mean, more than just a player on the team. He was really an ambassador for America, and like we did we say, need it right now too. And he did say like, uh, you know, no creo en muros, which means I don't believe in walls. So clearly, uh, you know, a, a political statement, but. What a beautiful thing to go play in Mexico. Did you, hey, did you study politics? Because Buddy, I took a couple classes. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, by the way. I mean, it's really... <laughs> so well, one of the things well, that us experts, pundits, <laughs> look at is... Well what did he say in Spanish? You know? <laughs> but I'm, honestly, what I, you know, whether you believe in that message or not, I just think it's this is someone getting behind what they really believe. And he's been very vocal about, you know, from someone who's been hated in Mexico, to, to really believe that bring these two countries together is better than to separate us, which I'm all for. I know Christian is heavily not. But I am, no. yeah. I've, I mean, made, I've made that very clear in the past. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Look a, at my track record. Yeah, he is a very spiteful and hateful person. <laughs> but you guys know that. You come to me for compassion. You go to Christian for sometimes loose talk with no thoughts behind it. Uh, <laughs> no reverse on that. One. Um, but 
you know, uh, we all agree on that, and it's something beautiful to see. And I, look, I don't know how effective he's going to be. The, the kid might get injured. I don't even know if he's even getting paid, to be completely honest. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of a beautiful thing to watch. <laughs> and I'm sure Giles Barnes is like, yeah, thanks for stealing the thunder, bro. <laughs> uh, look, I, Giles Barnes didn't get that. He no, didn't but, get the announcement. <laughs> well, he I don't know. to go out there. How's Giles Barnes in Spanish? I don't know how good it is. That's a great question. That's a great question. I don't know He's how. He's like, yo, no, Creo and Moro's Tampoco. <laughs> so. Cheerio. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what to expect from Landon. Uh, look, if he scores one goal, I think that will be. It would be lit if he scored it. I mean, and it's, and it's like, it's different than him when he came back to LA Galaxy. Imagine he scored it at the Azteca, though. <laughs> it, it would be, it's different. Compared, like when he came back to LA Galaxy, nobody really expected much, but they thought he still had something in the tank against yeah. major league. Everyone except me. Against, got a lot of hate. <laughs> against other major league soccer competition, but now nah, you're gonna go to Liga MX. I mean, nobody really expects that much. I mean, they, it's really about fitness, and no, I don't think anyone thinks he's fit enough yet to play at at the Liga MX level. Um, I'd be interested to see it, and uh, this is sort of may, may show a change of pace. Liga Aggies might start becoming a league of choice for a lot of American soccer fans, not just Mexican-American soccer it's, fans. It's uh, Liga MX, the new retirement league, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> okay, so now British people, go yeah. make fun of them, not hey, us. Hey, Soccer AM, come on, cut the, <laughs> cut the go. Bring on, bring on uh, Pierre Gignac. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, and Liga MX promotion, their promotion relegation is like not even real. It's just, Super confusing. It, it makes no the sense. Teams could just buy the team that gets promoted, the license of the promotion, and then just move it to them if they get relegated. So, it's kind of crazy. But did you know, speaking of Pierre, uh, Pierre uh, Gignac, did you know he gets paid in gems? Okay, I mean, what is he, a gypsy? Yeah. <laughs> Not that we have anything against gypsies. But, you know, they probably don't stick around long enough to download an entire episode. But, um, no, yeah, he gets part of his contract is to get paid in gems, supposedly. <laughs> I'm glad you said supposedly because there's no way that's real. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I trust me, nobody wishes it's real more than me. <laughs> and Liga Amagis doesn't release can, player can, payment information. You get paid, so in, the room. You get paid in jewels. Yes, here's your money. Also, here's Here's a satchel. <laughs> okay, yeah, they toss him that that little bag with a rope around his it. His homie's got that thing against his eye. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, you got paid enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm just real quick. I'm Donovan's gonna... getting paid nothing but Ripple and Bitcoin, <laughs> which is probably more valuable than jewels right yeah. now. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just gonna look up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, paid in jewels. paid in jewels, and it's probably gonna be a run the jewels record <laughs> that comes up. Go ahead, okay, I, I don't see it. That is coming up. No, right. coming said, up. You, didn't, actually, you didn't say jewels, you said gems. gems. <laughs> how, how great would it be if it's just AlexisGuerreros.com? Uh, Jeanette gets paid in Candy Crush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, like, I'm on level 999. Yeah. Uh, no, I Nothing. don't see anything of him getting paid in gems. I heard. That's a rumor. <laughs> what a great it's a rumor. What a great rumor. People in my political His wife science. must be happy as hell. She's just <laughs> <laughs> oh, because... Oh, she's look at the misogynist. <laughs> no, she just covered it in, in like, gems. Keep playing, keep, keep playing, hon. Old uh, Scrooge McDuck wow, over there. Beautiful. I mean, there's never a shortage of gifts on Valentine's uh, yeah. Day uh, for Andre she's Pinch, upset. She's like, did you get this from the team? I feel like you didn't go out and pick this for me in particular. It's just Again, like people on my political science uh, boardroom <laughs> chats or whatever chat boards. Oh my God! Please, if anybody knows, uh, can confirm any of this, please uh, let us know. <laughs> Tweet at us at Soccer Mulligans. <laughs> let us know. Um, let's let's get, go back from uh, from from Mexico to Argentina yeah. to Atlanta there because. We go. The boat the, is docking. The boat is finally arriving. At so, port, baby. Uh, doo -doo. <laughs> All right, toot toot. It's coming in. Uh, look, it's not hasn't been officially announced, and which still makes Atlanta United fans uncomfortable. But yeah, but everyone, agents, agents, newspapers, the team, the player, everyone except MLS has announced this. Essentially. Yes. So, so uh, as a it kid, looks like it's done. As a kid, Barco, uh, according to our reports, it will be an Atlanta United player in 2018. Yep. He, I think he's like on on the way here right yeah. now. I don't know. I, I my guess is uh, he's my guess he's going to be announced 
Probably after the draft. I don't Probably know. Probably after the draft. Uh, but it, it could happen this week. I, I don't know. We're, we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, we haven't heard anything yet. So it, maybe it comes out to you know tonight or tomorrow morning as this podcast comes out. But whenever it does happen, it's clear that it's going to be announced. Uh, huge signing for the league. I yes. know people sometimes say we're an Atlanta United podcast now because we talk about them so much. <laughs> we're clearly not. But, but no this matter is the what team deal. you're a fan of, you're excited about this. The only team whose fan base should still be depressed is Philadelphia. That is, that is it. Yes, they have not even pretended to sign anyone. They, I almost think like they didn't get like the new handbook of yeah, how the yeah. rules of how to get players anymore. Well, it's funny that you said it because there's a rumor. A lot of their fans have read through a lot of the interviews that they've done that the union are playing their players in jewels. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so a lot of players don't really want to go because yeah, yeah, they kind of yeah. want they want that cash money. Yeah, like, remember direct deposit? What, <laughs> what am I going to do with this satchel? I got so many satchels to go. Um, but apparently, if you read back on some of the interviews. Uh, it sounds as though the team thinks or thought, the front office thought, that this new $2.8 million in TAM was going to be money, like sort of play money, if you will, coming from the league. Not discretionary, meaning it's their own money that they have to spend because they don't have the 2.8, which is hilarious to me that who runs the Philadelphia <laughs> Union? Us? <laughs> that didn't read anything? And we're like, wait, no, discretion. Tam, that's your money you're giving us. Yeah. What do you mean you're not giving us this money? It's my our money. Well, we don't have that money. <laughs> so this, this is why they're sort of using all this extra Tam, the trading way, all that ability to try to get a little higher in the draft because they, they were sitting back waiting. Yeah, because yeah, and, and that was been a big concern. We made a bunch of jokes about like, well, if, uh, the Philadelphia Union going to even have 11 players yeah. to field yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't there, there was no movement on on the on the ticker Alejandro Bedoya is also the goalkeeper <laughs> buddy get back there I mean it feels like Bedoya is is like reaching out to other players on his own like he's the, he's, the he's the guy yeah, he's look the, I think I got some dough on me I mean like oh, can I play can I pay you per game yeah I, you need gems my dude because <laughs> I know a guy yeah uh, <laughs> yo senior yo genius but is one of the fans tweeted at us hilarious Areas, uh, said that pretty soon for season ticket holders, it's going to be this year. Hey, bring your own player. <laughs> <laughs> you get to bring someone that gets the hey, play this on the is, team. This is my friend Walter. He's yeah. like really good, and I really feel like you should like put him on today, <laughs> buddy. He schooled me in my backyard, uh, so I feel like I feel like you can at least play center mid. Yeah, I'm hoping Philly sorts uh, their situation out because like every team and 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 wow, they're arsenaling right now. They're well, waiting to the last. What we're minute. seeing, I mean. Like these big, big moves from a, a lot of teams. I mean, and like there, there is uh, the, the MLS offseason this time around feels a little like it's in a higher gear than usual. Yeah, you're clearly seeing a separation between the MLS 2.0 and uh, 2.0 teams and yeah. the MLS 3.0 teams. Yeah, some of these guys are, you know, Medina, Moreno down in DC, uh, Barco. A lot of these players, they're really, really exciting young players that teams all over Europe want. Yes, and then you got Philadelphia Union, who's like. But where where's that play money at? <laughs> <laughs> and but it is changing the the landscape of the league and the culture. And what, and I do want to bring up uh, Batko again because I do find it fascinating that. So th this whole uh, ordeal with it, it was Independiente uh, gonna let him go and yeah. and, uh, and you know there was a big it was a big soap opera. But what I loved more than anything was the Atlanta United fans sort of uh, uh, gossiping and coming together. To not only, and we love Jay Riddle, and we yeah. talk about him all the time, great dude, but the amount of, and, I, and I'm not just talking about him specifically, but the amount of, uh, uh, of, of research, the amount of investigation. Creative that, memes, even. That these, but that these Atlanta Georgians yeah. are now actively looking up Argentinian Twitter accounts, translating, trying to find out what the scoop is. Like, that. that's... Unheard of That's for like um, for most of. American soccer fans. We don't know. We all we know is like the draft and the kids come from college and whatever. And but this is how it happens all over the world. Where yeah. like if a player is coming from France, you know British people are like, all right, we gotta. You do your YouTube you, scouting. You scout your research. You watch the highlight clips with that shitty music on top <laughs> of it, and then maybe you do Google Translate some of the articles that are coming out. Maybe you follow some Twitter handles that pretend to be ITK in the know, and then they, they have no idea what they're talking about. So I, you don't figure. 
figure it out. But I, I just love the idea of these Georgians being like, uh, uh, yeah. all right, let's let's go look on <laughs> this Argentinian. Let's see what's going on over here. So these computer farms, <laughs> these hacker farms from Russia, Georgia's got their own, and they're going straight for information from Argentina. Yeah, man, it's 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 a beautiful thing, and yeah. and like yeah, Atlanta's and, a weird city, man. <laughs> it's just the the, the passion, the, the the fever. They got yeah. the they got the fever. Yeah. Uh, some soccer. sip on lean, some lean on Argentinian <laughs> reporters to give them information. They got their own sources. <laughs> well, so that was incredible. So the uh, so he, hopefully that announcement's coming soon. And and with that, with Barco coming to uh, Major League Soccer, that will be the the, the most expensive. He will, will be the most expensive uh, uh, player. But you know, it's transfer. Just, it's only twelve months until that's changed again. You know, every year. Man, we're in hyperdrive as a league, mm -hmm. you know, especially being fans. Every year it changes. 2.8 million this year. Next year you're going to be like, yeah, spend whatever the hell you want, baby. <laughs> and you know, and Philly will not be spending a dime. <laughs> and Philly is going to be like, can we join the USL, baby? <laughs> Please relegate yeah, us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they also want promotion relegation, but they're like, talk a little more about this relegation thing. <laughs> How much is, money do we not have to spend every year? Is, ooh, quite fascinating. Mm. Ooh, okay. And now here's a question. You say we're going to get paid on the way down a little parachute. <laughs> do we pay ourselves or does this come from the league? We need confirmation. Before we go forward. Uh, exactly. How many gems do you get for being relegated? <laughs> yeah, the Philadelphia Union wants to be signed by Tigres. <laughs> so, um, uh, finally, let's talk about uh, CONCACAF Champions League. And yeah, real quick. We we said on this podcast that NYCFC did confirm yeah, that they you, got well, it. You said it. Uh, well, because they confirmed <laughs> that they got it. No, they, they NYCFC, nobody, like, people did say that, uh, a few people, outlets, said that they did get in. It was confirmed. But not NYCFC. I, well, I'll give them credit. Those they of didn't. us in the political sphere know <laughs> that when it gets two sources are enough to confirm. It was confirmed, but unfortunately, CONCACAF has had to take that confirmation back. And they said that it's, instead of 2016, 2017, years being lumped together and the highest median of, of points, the highest average of points between those two, it's actually going to be last year and this year coming up. So 2017, 20, 2018. Yeah. So NYCFC still has a chance, and if they win something, they get in there. So yeah. yeah. So if they yeah, if they win, they'll be in the 2019 uh, Concacaf Champions League, or if they come in second. Yeah. In the league again, which they, they have uh, come in second the last two years. Yeah. Uh, if they do that again, they then they, they uh, will confirm a spot for the 2019 Concacaf <laughs> Champions League. So. So there you go. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break and we'll come back with our interview? Yeah. We got the very fun Mike LaBelle coming on after this, but before that, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for listening to that first segment. We just want to break in and talk about our sponsor. Yes, SeatGeek again. Yeah, SeatGeek.com or the app downloaded. They are the official ticket sponsor of MLS. It's a great app, by the way. Um, I started using it a little bit ago, and what I love about it is my wife wanted to go to a concert. And I was like, yo, let's check this out right quick. Okay. Normally what she does is just go to like one of those other websites and just buy directly. But I went and looked at the, uh, on the app and actually pulled up a much cheaper price right on there. That's great. So I did not buy her the ticket. I was like, yo, baby girl, why don't you go ahead and put your credit card information in here? <laughs> yeah, but yeah she'll let her take care of it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I know. What am I, what am I throwing? You know, I'm not, I, <laughs> but, I don't get paid in gems. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you did tell her to use the promo code Cooligans. Get 20 she, bucks off. And she got 20 bucks off her first yeah, purchase. That's true. If you put Cooligans in there, if you haven't purchased anything, you can buy tickets for any event. And the coolest thing is, it actually goes across all these different websites and aggregates the best price for you. So it does the work of finding you the best price. You don't want to go to all those websites. Just go right to SeatGeek.com or go download their app and it does that work for you. And if you put Coolgans, you're going to get 20 bucks. Do it. Yeah, baby, we're back. Oh, we are back, and we are look in this. A, look at this, and we're in a little little new setup. It's like the view over <laughs> here, you know. <laughs> or in Alexis's case, the chew. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so welcome back. So we're excited about this. Uh, we are with a uh, a new EMLS player, a, a professional FIFA Our player. Our first New York Red Bull player to ever be. <laughs> on the podcast, yes. on the show, and we got a cool video coming out pretty soon, look out for that. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Mike LaBelle, everybody! Mike! Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm kind of nervous being on the hot seat, because now we're not playing FIFA, the video that we did. Yeah. We were playing FIFA, so they were a little bit distracted, so now I've got like their full focus, now, which... Now you're in our... Yeah, yeah now exactly. There's no escape so I had, I had the game to fall back on before. <laughs> um, so this is... Uh, so yeah, like Alexis said, you are going to see a video uh, of us playing... 
you know, uh, FIFA with Mike LaBelle, and who knows how that will go. I mean, you never know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a professional, and you guys have watched us play FIFA before, but again, anything can happen. But, <laughs> but we should take this time to, like, to get to know Mike LaBelle a yeah. little bit more. I mean, you, you're, I mean, huge. You're the first signing uh, for New York Red Bull as an eSports player. Yeah, and so, the, and just to, for the people who don't know, just a couple days ago, uh, Major League Soccer announced that, uh, I believe it's, what, 20 teams or 19 teams? Yeah. I want to say it was 18 teams. It's it's an an if I'm misquoting that, please don't come after yeah. me, but I want to say that it's 18 it's teams. It's an EMLS Cup. It's going to be cool. Like, MLS is really getting into the eSports realm, which is really awesome. Those of us who are fans of FIFA, like, this is a big step forward. And now you're wearing Red Bull gear. You're wearing the Red Bull jersey. The announcement was made. How? What is your interaction with the team on a professional soccer player aspect? What is your role? What can people expect? Like, where are they going to see you? Because, like, for me, it's a little... It's a little confusing as to, okay. you know, you're not going to be out there running around with a controller in your hand during games, right? No, I, I, I won't be running around with a controller in my hand. <laughs> I don't think Please. so, at least. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be able to see me, of course, on my outlets, where yeah. I'm now representing the New York Red Bulls with the content creation. Yeah. But I have access to the players, I have access to the stadium, which also allows me to make some really cool creative content. We really haven't seen a lot of MLS players, necessarily their personalities on display. They haven't seen some of the challenge videos that are very popular on the internet. Yeah. Crossbar challenge, uh, you, you see some some of the layoff challenges, volleys, you name it. We can incorporate real life soccer and then of course FIFA and kind of, they come uh, into my realm, I go into their realm and I'm able to introduce a lot of the people at home that want to know these players to them. Yeah. And in kind of a non-traditional, unorthodox way, which is what YouTube and content creation is all about. For sure. So Mike, how, how did you get here? You know, I uh, and we talked about it a little mm -hmm. bit in the video, but you, how did you start playing FIFA? How did it get to the point where you're now a professional? Because I'm sure people are curious, you know? Like, I've been playing FIFA since, I think, what, maybe like, 01, I think, like on PlayStation. I've been playing since the 90s. He's be, yeah. Both of y'all are before me, actually. Yeah, yeah. and how, how are we not better? I know, how <laughs> is this possible? I definitely have the 10,000 hours. I want you to know that that's <laughs> without, garbage. Without a doubt, yeah. I, I think I put it in too. But how, uh, yeah, how did you get to where you are now? So I started playing FIFA in 2004, and for me, I was always a soccer fan and a soccer player and then I'd go home and play FIFA because it just correlates, it makes sense. You wanna play with the superstars that are on TV, yeah. you wanna be able to control them a little bit uh, when you're looking at the Thierry Henrys and, and the Rude Van Nistelrooy's and Zidane and just all these guys that I grew up with that I was like, I wanna be like these guys. Unfortunately, I didn't have the ability uh, to become a pro soccer player. I did play in college a little bit, but that's where my interest level was with FIFA, but I felt like, I want to see if there's more to this. I think I'm good at the game, and as both of you can relate, especially being from New York, you think you're the best in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, for sure. And everybody Yo. has to hear about it in the neighborhood. It's a very much so in New Wait, York. I, you're thing talking about you. it like we're not. Why don't I, 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 clearly, <laughs> clearly, we're the best in my neighborhood. And I want everyone to know it doesn't matter that I live in a 55 and over community, uh, but I'm better than all of them. Every exactly. Time. You know, they we, play FIFA. We play, he's got yeah, him covered. Balling. We, we bring back the old stuff too. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? <laughs> so th that's where I grew up. That was my mentality. I grew up where whether you're the best at basketball, you're the best at soccer, you're the best at a video game. You want to be the best in your area, the best in your neighborhood. People need to know you. Yep. You're trying to build your respect. And that's how it started. And I was like, okay, I'm better than everybody here. Everyone knows I clearly got this. So I started playing a lot more online. I had a friend that introduced me to online gaming via, uh, he was a Halo professional at the time. He was competing in Halo. Love and that, he came over with this long ethernet cord and my parents must have been like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> because I'm young, man. I'm, I'm 16, 17 years old. I was like, there's no Wi-Fi. I'm about to plug in a 30-foot cord around the house. I need it, Mom. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. It it's was like going through the China cabinet. It's going, it was horrible. I, I it's remember, wrapped around your mom. Like, I think for the first year, it went from downstairs upstairs. Wow. Like, I threw it over. And I was like, yeah. it, it, Mom, it's the only way. It's the only yeah. way. And I would play late at night, thankfully, so they'd be asleep. So it was, it was not interfering with their lives, and I'd unplug it and hide it, you know, the next day. But that's how I got started. And then I realized, okay, cool. I am still really good online. Where can I go for tournaments? Where can I test this? I have that competitive spirit from being a, a, a an athlete. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of apply that with video games and I started going to tournaments and doing well and winning events. And that's when sponsors, brands, and more events started happening. And I'm just fortunate enough to be in this position now because of a bunch of results, creating content, you name it, and growing esports and growing the FIFA community. It, it almost sounds like uh, when, when like 
skateboarding started getting popular. Yeah, that's not a bad comparison. Yeah, yeah. where like when there was, there were new sponsors, all these brands, all these clothes, like it, it became a bigger part of the culture. But FIFA specifically, I think is, it, I, I know for me, got me into so- into the sport of soccer. Yeah, I yeah. I think we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but EA released something that I think fifty percent of American soccer fans. The, you know, FIFA was the, the game was the gateway to then become a, fa- a bigger fan of the sport. So you're kind of help leading the charge for yeah. fans of American soccer. soccer culture, yeah. Yeah, which is huge. But like, what is it? Like, what? All right, so they're playing for the MLS Cup. They're playing for, you know, CONCACAF Champions League. They're playing for all these different uh, U.S. Open Cup. Mm-hmm. What are you playing for? Like, what is what is your, how did you win? How do you win a, a, a championship? Do you win a cup? What is your thing to get at the end of the year? Well, it depends at the event, but I mean, a lot of these events have a lot of money on the line. And then, and of go. course, the title. Do you got to give the money back to them? No. You keep the money. <laughs> you keep the money? You keep the money. So, like, I think the most I've played for <laughs> It seems like a good deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, played, I played at the uh, the Virgin Gaming Finals in 2000. I think it was like 2011, 2012. Yeah, aren't, they, all, aren't they all Virgin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew I, I opened that up make right the after. Same joke. Right Literally, after, our yeah. brains. <laughs> so, when we were competing. Were you making the exact same joke? The exact same joke. So, as we were in the Virginity Olympics. I like how you were. You're just trying. Yeah, I'm doing my best here. So, well, in those (laughs) events, those tournaments that they love so much, uh, I think first place was $165,000. So you'd walk away with six figures if you were to win those events. And uh, do you pay money to get in the event? You have to qualify, so it's not like you can just show up and play. Yeah. Uh, So you don't necessarily have to pay money, but you have to qualify. So you have to beat a lot of people in order to get a position at the event. It kind of works like poker. If you remember old school poker, used to be you had to satellite. To yeah. each event, so you maybe you win something in Texas, and then yeah. you would go do something in the Midwest. Maybe that's like your region, sort of, or in the South. And then you win that, and then you go to the national, and there's always more money. And that's right. kind of how FIFA and esports grew, in my opinion, from like the later stages to now where we're at here. But yeah. the biggest difference is that social media is now involved. When I first started playing. Video games, social media wasn't a thing like that. Yeah, like we were still on the MySpace era, and, and I couldn't see how you'd promote gaming and MySpace. And gaming wasn't cool. It's kind of like skateboarding, like you said, yeah. where it was this underground niche community that if you were in it, oh yeah, we're in it. Yeah, yeah like we like, dedicate like time. A, it was and, like a kid thing for a while, and now and then, it's not enough. But like all those kids have grown up, and now it's like an official thing. Like now it's a normal part of society. Yeah, like, like those where, those kids have grown up, but they are still virgins. virgins yeah, still virgins. They're, 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 that, that hasn't changed. Yeah, so one hundred sixty-five thousand. <laughs> Gonna get really I, nice I can't wait basements. to see how they title this podcast. <laughs> Gamers are all virgins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, who don't leave their home? <laughs> let's, so let's talk about that because there is a uh, um, you know negative stigma to towards yeah. like gamers and especially professional gamers. Mm-hmm. But I, you're, I mean, you're looking at them. What everyone assumes is a gamer is someone who looks more like me, <laughs> maybe even more fat or like huge, you know, huge double chin, you know, chir- you know, Cheetos dust. You don't. You're like you kind of. Look athletic. <laughs> I can still dunk a basketball. There you go. So could I, as long as the rim is all the way down. I don't understand why that's such a big deal. It's the old Christian Pulisic effect. So oh, no. yeah, how tall was that room? I saw that. You think that Someone did the math. They said it was nine feet. Yeah, Which I don't is know. Still impressive. He, yeah, no, I, I, know. I still was good with it. I was like, good yeah, job. Yeah, he's he's five with nine, five ten, something like that. I'd go five eight, probably on yeah. <laughs> I'd give him five nine. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Nate Robinson, I yeah. think. <laughs> I played Nate Robinson block basketball. Yao Ming. You played against Nate Robinson. Oh, okay. I think Did you? Yeah, that was not fun. Yeah, I, no, guard, a, I guarded him. Yeah. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah. It was like in a a summer pro am. Yeah. So I had a couple friends that are really great at basketball. I'm I'm decent, but they were really great and they invited me right kind of after shortly after high school. So I played in some of the summer pro-ams, and he played it in one of them. What are you bad at? I mean, let's get to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably pretty average at soccer. You know, what can we beat you at? Because <laughs> yeah. we're not average at soccer. So, like, what about the? Is there? There's an E World Cup. Yeah, right? absolutely. Are you able to take part in that? Yeah, if you are able, if you win the EMLS, you are guaranteed a position in the the E World Cup. So that's huge. That's so much is on the line in this tournament, wow. and uh, that's super exciting. I, I'm just pumped to kind of see this progression in North America. That's why I really. Really wanted to be a part of an MLS organization going forward because I wanted to make sure that we were building this up yeah. where where we live. That's all. Awesome. You guys are about that's that. what we're doing. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to build this sport here in America. Now you yeah. are you are originally from Houston, correct? H Town, H Town. Uh, this is Beyonce. Sitting uh, sideways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> tall wall. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, but you He's are. He's a Houston guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Uh, candy paint. Anyway, yeah. dripping paint. Anyway, oh, yeah. what are you gonna do? Oh, yeah, we yeah. know. <laughs> we know it all. Um, but 
But now, but now you live uh, you live in New Jersey. Right. You moved here recently, and now you're working with the Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. And obviously, bro, I mean, you do you know what you're getting yourself into? You're in right here with two NYCFC fans. Do you know how how do you feel about? Oh, how do you do you know enough about the the New York Derby, the rivalry? Do you know about? Yeah, you're getting like, a baptism by fire. Yeah, the passion. Moving be- to the city, and now all of a sudden, or moving very close to the city, and now all of a sudden you're getting like Christian said in the middle <laughs> of this heated rivalry. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm on the right side of this rivalry. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. All right. Ice I mean, we, we respectfully disagree. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but I also think that's what makes rivalry fun. Yeah, is if, that, if, if it wasn't like competitive, yeah. it wouldn't be good. Uh, if people didn't care, it wouldn't be good. The first two years of this rivalry was terrible because, well, you guys were so much better than us. <laughs> so it's getting it's getting better. But what about E? Can, are we going to be able to see that? Are we going to see the New York Derby or Derby, however the, you want to call it, in the eSports world? I can see that happening. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't confirm, but I, I could see that happening for sure. That are, the plan, be, are the plans for every team to have an eSports person? Every team that was on the announced list okay. will need yeah. an eSports representative for the events or future events, everything that's regarding this league. And uh, like I said with the MLS, this is big. This is a huge step you know, for the FIFA community, exposure opportunities for not just the kids, you know, the 17 or 18-year-olds, but also the guys that are 25 that have been grinding out the game or think they're really good at the game. They have an outlet. Yeah. Huh. Well, There's so I, much happening. It's absolutely amazing. Can we bet on this? <laughs> I think you should be able to. Yeah. Now, I don't want to say something that's going to give me a no. trouble. But what, I mean, if, is there like if, a fan duel or something? That yeah. Somebody asked me if you could, if you should be able to bet on esports, and I've seen esports sites that have done this before. Yeah. I don't know if the EMLS will support them, but yeah. I feel like... I, that if it's a real sport, you should be able to bet on it. Well, I mean, right? That all sports you can bet yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're Vegas, yeah. If EMLS isn't doing it, go to soccercooligans.com. <laughs> we'll still throw some odds on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but the the, the challenging part is that unlike other, like you can't really influence the betting. Says who? I got his phone number. Well, no, yeah. you know, like you <laughs> Mike, know, I'm gonna need you to uh, really step it up in this game. I know, Mike. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I mean, for your knee to hurt tomorrow. Yeah, but you can't. You, it can't be like I Tanya and like you yeah. bash somebody's knee. But like they're still fine. They're still they're still well, sitting. That was bad. bad. Snap his thumb. Uh, but he can't play. He's trying to do this with his chin. Yeah. You know? But no, nobody's in- endorsing. No, it. no one's endorsing. Any, that. Any, anything like. I think it'd be interesting though if they did have gambling and then other elements that play into sports. That's what makes it so big. Yeah, yeah. That it's not just the event. It's where you're sitting. It's the food. It's the experience. It's your interaction with other people that support that sport. Right? Like you guys have met many people, I'm sure, at NYCFC yeah. games. That the now culture are of the fandom. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And I, I know multiple people that are New York Red Bulls fans, and then we got closer. So yeah. it's it's great that that's part of you know the community and, and just the sporting experience in general. Do you get to go to the games? Yeah, I'll definitely be at the games. Awesome. Do you have to go to the practice? Do you have to sit there and play while they're out there? I don't have to be at any of it, but <laughs> yeah. I'd like to be at these, yeah. these uh, experiences. I'd like to be at a lot of the practices. I want to get more involved with playing the sport because I've yeah. always played soccer, but I want to get back into leagues and I'd love to do, like I said, some of the challenges with the players and and I think it'd be fun. It's, it's nice like to be able to work with athletes and I, I like to say to humanize them because Sometimes athletes are put on this pedestal where the only questions we ever see them answer are the ones that they're reading, like the reporters reading off a book. And totally you guys, agree. you guys know that too. And it's nice where you can see just a regular conversation, regular activities. Like everybody eats food, everybody gets their haircuts, everybody, yeah. uh, you know, don't works say everybody out. eats food because all right, he me. doesn't eat, but <laughs> no, you eat for the two of them. Oh, so buddy, you have no idea. Boo <laughs> food. You have no idea. This guy he drinks Soylent and considers. Are you that a meal. vegan? No, I'm not vegan. I just, uh, you know, food is just a big chore. So I, I try. To eat the least amount I need. Yeah. <laughs> this is that's the face of a Texan. Like I've never heard that yeah, before. Have you, have you seen I our like, portions? Yeah. Jeez, I, I like food. It's fine, but you know. I think like, I like food more I mean, than he likes food. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Maybe I love food. I really look forward to eating like, yeah. a good meal. Uh, no, I think I'm the uh, E sports athlete when it comes to food. Uh, I'm the F <laughs> sports athlete. If, this, if there was an, e, an E pizza league, buddy. <laughs> Have you ever created that taste testing pizza you're in? Imagine I got signed by an MLS club for eating pizza. <laughs> would you watch? Would I you mean, watch him eat pizza? Know, That's the question. I don't yeah. even think I have an active enough imagination to imagine that. To wonder you know, how much I'm going to win by? <laughs> That's not a bad idea, man. I think a YouTube channel would like that would do well because, uh, especially being in New York, I'm just thinking outside the box a little bit. But yeah. I, I, I watched this guy's channel, the Chicken Connoisseur. Or oh something. yeah, everybody you know what I'm talking about? That. Pengus Munch. Yeah, 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 yeah the guy yeah. from the UK. Yeah, yeah. So and we got 2,400 pizza places yeah, in the city I, I alone. Yeah, I think this is actually like not a bad, like all serious. I think there's value here. I don't know yeah. about signing to an MLS team for pizza. <laughs> it eating, might happen. I, they start like, we're going to need bigger jerseys, baby. <laughs> I would definitely watch pizza reviews, though. Ah. 
Okay. Well, look out for our video with Tommy McNamara <laughs> coming up soon. That's I said right. I'd watch. Yeah. I'd watch pizza reviews. Check well, well, Mike. I mean, this is uh, look. You, people, you, watch our YouTube channel because you're going to be able to see a video of us playing against Mike LaBelle. You'll also see this conversation, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but this has been uh, this has been wild. This has been great, and I'm um, uh, congratulations. Uh, you know, I I wish you all the best in EMLS. I wish you in, in all your games, uh, except uh, when you play the NYCFC. E, uh, e, yeah. EMLs, Other than right. that, Other than we that. hope you win everything. <laughs> but also, that's like the, the, the day of that, I'll get like a text message, like so much hate. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I hope you fall over. I hope yeah. your thumbs hurt. I hope you're cramping. You have arthritis. Yeah. Hey, all types of problems. You why get is your at? apartment on fire? <laughs> we're just going to start sending you everything. <laughs> but dude, I mean, from where we met, and really where we were at the same time, where we met you, you, yeah, know, we you met were just you, making changes. We met you at uh, Jimmy Conrad's going away party. Love Jimmy, by the way. If you're watching Jimmy, love you, man. Our mentor, Jimmy Conrad. Shouts to Jimmy, but like where you've where you know you were in the moment of making some changes and, and to where you are now, it's absolutely amazing, and I, we can't wait to see what else uh, you have uh, in store and plan because I'm sure they're just going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I better. appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's absolutely awesome. Look at all these positive vibes. I can't yeah, believe man. these guys just sent me like some real positive. <laughs> yeah, there has to be a joke after that or something. No, Usually no, they no, come. Man. Oh, we like God. to end on positivity because <laughs> you know we, we made fun of you quite a bit. So <laughs> and I'm, we didn't even talk about the facial hair. You know, yeah, just out of respect. Yeah, I'm not sure what we put this. As yet. Yeah. It's kind of like a halfway beer, like it's a chin strap that doesn't really connect. I mean, it is the Paul Wall. I mean, Paul Wall has that. And he copied this. I didn't know that he, he copied this. that from yeah. you. I didn't know he had you this. find out now. That's the yeah. Mike LaBelle right there. <laughs> yeah, so on, where Paul. where would people find you? How can people follow you? How can people sort of you know uh, take ownership of what you're what you're yeah, doing you, and what, you what your next moves are? You can interact with me on all my social platforms at Mike LaBelle and creating content daily. And then I'm also going to be on the New York Red Bulls uh, social handles as well at New York Red Bulls. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, guys, I mean, follow along. Don't leave nasty messages, you know. <laughs> Incoming nasty messages. Yeah. Also, don't leave, Red Bull fans, don't leave nasty messages to, to us. us either. Actually, could you stop leaving nasty messages to us? Look. Tone it down. Look, look who we brought. We're yeah. trying to. Huh? It's a truce. Yeah. Oh, God, right. we're trying so hard. They still hate us. Guys, uh, we absolutely love you. Mike, thanks so much for coming by. Thank, Thank you guys for having me. This, yeah. is, uh, this is the end of the episode. Yeah. So let's, uh, we'll do another little outro like yeah. we did in the video. Yeah, we'll do the same thing you remember what it was like in yeah. the video. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, leave a five-star review. That's huge. Share this with your friends. That's massive. Mike's going to retweet it from all his social media f- uh, so- channels, whether he likes it or not, because I just put it on him. <laughs> My name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Mike LaBelle. And, and together, together, what are we? The Cooligans!